soul. Are all your presents wrapped? Yeah, under the tree. I mean, Christmas is time for gifts as we know them. Yeah. I mean, this is especially exciting for kids. They love to see wrapped presents under the tree, Mm. something like this, you know. And how many times are the kids tempted, like, can I go? Is my name on it, you know? Is this mine? Can I pick it up and see how heavy it is and shake it and see what might be in it, you know? (laughs) I wonder what it is. I can't wait to open it up. And I know, I mean, how many of us have ever, and we all have, asked, wished, hoped for, you know, some kind of special gift. I think especially as a kid at Christmas time, like, oh, I hope I get that. If I get that, I'm going to be really happy. Yeah? yeah. You're still waiting for it, maybe. You're like, (laughs) I know, like, Warren, our grandson, you know, when we've given him a gift or, you know, just do something that he really particularly likes, he goes, oh, Grammy, like, this is the best day ever, you know. (laughs) I mean, and sometimes it's something really simple, like, the the kid loves homemade French toast, so, like, I could really make him happy. We pick him up sometimes from school to help out, and he comes to the house, he's like, Grammy, will you make me French toast with real maple syrup? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, this is the best day ever, and I think this is just so (laughs) wonderful to be able to give a gift, I mean, whether it's big or small, and make the heart of the person really happy. It's just, it warms your own heart, and to just see the joy that it brings somebody, you know, to receive a gift that they really like. So how many of you are hoping for a special gift this Christmas? Huh? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. People often pray. People often ask God to bless them with uh, something they feel that they need or that they want. Uh, and a lot of times we think in terms of toys. Now that's a place where you kids are supposed to say amen. We think of toys. <laughs> Who am I preaching to in here? <laughs> okay, you guys aren't getting any toys this week. <laughs> Sometimes you're praying for toys. Oh, sometimes you're praying for clothes, huh? Sometimes a a toy, a game, hunting equipment. Yes, jewelry, you know, (laughs) tools. Come on, tools. You know, you could ask God, if you could ask God for anything. You know, God can create anything. He created all things. And he can create anything. There's nothing on your list that he can't do. Amen? And the key is on there is that he can create anything for your enjoyment. And so praying and asking him is a good idea. But here's the thing. Maybe if you ask him this, Lord, what would be the greatest gift that you could give me in all the world? What would be the best gift of all time so that I can say, this is the best day ever. <laughs> what would God give us? What would he give you? Maybe I should say, who would God give you? Somebody almost said it. Jesus! Put a mark, put a mark, quick, quick. You know, this, 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 this Christmas Eve, we want to pause. We want to really pause and take the time and think about the best gift that God has given to us. The best gift that God has given to the world. Everybody say best gift. Best gift. Given to the whole world. Given to the whole world. Given to the whole world. Who is it? 
Jesus, Jesus, so Jesus. Let's, so let's just say that this is, you know, let's just say that this is the best gift that God ever gave to the whole world, all right? Ooh. So first of all, like when somebody gives you a gift, what's the polite thing to do? Receive it, right? Yes. I mean, so in order for a gift to be enjoyed, you first have to receive it and accept it, and then you have to open it up. You've got to unwrap it, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we have to just do more than just like, wow, that's a, you gave me that? I mean, who does that? Somebody say, that gift is yours. Then you just stand there and stare at it. That's awesome. Wonder what's in it. Wow, look how nice it's wrapped. It's like, it's not going to do you any good. You're not going to enjoy it until you take the <laughs> gift and you unwrap it, okay? So we have to be willing to unwrap it. So I want somebody, what child in here would like to come up and unwrap? I think I saw that hand go up first of all, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, all right, so just untie it and unwrap it. Hurry up, Brian. That's what we're talking right, about now right there. That's how all we get action going. All right, so there's, there you go. Thank you very much. What can, give you, me can you read Yay. what it says on it? Ryan, can you read what it says? It says, salvation. All right, so salvation is the best and the greatest gift, okay, that God ever gave us, salvation. Yeah, that's right, and salvation means a complete wholeness, a, a soundness in every part of your being, spirit, soul, and body. And the gift of salvation is so deep and so wide, uh, God wants it to affect every part of our being. Every part of our life, yeah. he wants salvation to permeate through it. And it, salvation, I know what's in here. Ooh. It contains many, many other gifts. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, so when you're given the gift of salvation... You know, I think sometimes this happens a lot. People just go, well, that's great. I guess that means I'm going to heaven. But the, here's the thing about the gift of salvation. Mm -hmm. You can never search it out totally. Like you can never find the end of it because there's the unsearchable riches of Christ. That's right. Within our salvation. Okay, so you're never going to be like, well, I've already looked at this. I've, I've just, like what happens with some toys? It's like, oh, I've already played with that and I'm done with it. I need, an, I need an upgrade. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> upgrade. That's it. But do you know what salvation means? The, the, the unsearchable riches of Christ. The Bible says that they're unfathomable. Yeah. Past finding out. And that means that you will never, everybody say never. Never. You will never be able to discover all the riches of what this means in our lifetime. And it's true. Did you know that you could have a gift that you really want, and then after playing it for a couple of days, a week or so, you're done with it. You're tired of it. You've got closets, mom and dad, you've got closets full of toys <laughs> like that, don't you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the gift of salvation, we will explore forever and ever and ever. It goes on from one generation to the next generation. For all those who receive the gift. 
even in eternity, our lives, we will be discovering what salvation means in its depth. Yeah. yeah. This free gift that we've been given. So we've got some more things to explore with it. So we need another child to come up and oh. take some more out of the box. Oh, I think I see that hand over there. <laughs> yeah. Come on, girl. Abby, come on. All right, just take the lid off. All right, woo, now you've got to lift it out. Oh, wait, we got to go deeper. Here we go. I'm going to help you. There you go. All right, hold it. Can you hold it in your hand? There you Open go. It up and set it on top. All right. Can you read what that says, Abby? Eternal life. Eternal yes. life. All right. The gift of eternal life. Right. Salvation you know, includes the gift of eternal life. Yeah. That's right. So with salvation comes the gift of eternal life. We have that up on the screen. Here's the scripture that goes along with that. It says, for the wages of sin is death. This is Romans 6.23. But the free gift of God is eternal life yes. in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so with salvation comes the gift of eternal life. All right. And there's something inside of every one of us yeah. that doesn't want to die, that wants to live forever. Wouldn't you say that? Right. I mean, we don't like it when a loved one dies. We don't like it when a pet dies. Uh, and it makes us sad. And... You know, some of you are here tonight, and I think you've maybe experiencing a first Christmas with somebody, without somebody, with mm -hmm. a loved one that, that has died. And we do pray the help of the Holy Spirit would be yes, with you tonight in that, because heart. that can be very hard. But death makes us sad, and God understands that, because death made God very sad. Whenever he created creation and he made the people that he loved, especially seeing them then come under and subject to sin and death, and have to die, and have to be forever separated mm -hmm. from him. And so God sent Jesus, his son, in order to make a way for us to have eternal life and to be with him forever. Yes. This is all part of our salvation. Jesus said in his word, the Bible, <laughs> that it contained eternal life. And so when you and I read the Bible and we open our hearts up to know Jesus... And to learn and receive eternal life, that's why it's so important to read the Bible, isn't it? What's amazing is this gift, you have to open your heart to receive it. Yeah. Salvation is a free gift. Eternal life is a free gift. But it doesn't end there. Yeah. Because there's more. There's more. I need another volunteer to come up. All right, come on up, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can you take the lid off of that? Okay, we have another one. We're going to help you take off the sparkles. Mm -hmm. Here, let me lift this up. You have to put one hand on each side. It's getting tall, isn't it? Yeah, I know. All right. Okay, very good. Thank you, Tyler. Good that job. That says Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Here, here you go. You want to take some of that back with you? There you go. <laughs> yes. So with salvation comes eternal life. We get to live forever mm -hmm. with God. 
And we also receive God himself on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of us. Yes, so amazing gift. It's <laughs> amazing that God himself comes to live on the inside of us. God, the third person of the Trinity, comes to dwell within us. In you and in me at salvation, when we take Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells within us. Look at this scripture. In the book of Acts, it was recorded that Peter said this, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, in and of ourselves, we don't deserve the Holy Spirit to come and live with us. Not at all. But the wonder of wonders is because of the sacrifice that Jesus did for us, that our sins could be forgiven and we could be born anew, born of the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit makes his home in us. Yeah. And so many people, they like to know somebody who's famous. You know, they name drop. I, I'm a friend of so-and-so. You know, I'm cool because I know so-and-so. But you are cool because God lives on the inside of you. He's my friend. You could always say, he's my friend. He's so close to me. He lives right inside of me. He talks with me. He walks with me. He's patiently helping me learn about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe you've tried to fit in. We all try to fit in, especially at school. You know, you want to fit in with the cool kids. And maybe you felt left out sometimes, like you're just not cool enough. Mm. But here's one thing that we all have to remember whether we're kids or adults, really, because adults go through the same thing, especially on the days when you do feel like uh, it, nothing's working in my life, and I feel weird, and I feel like I'm an outcast somehow. When we have the Holy Spirit of God living on the inside of us, think about the, think about the value of your life yes. in those terms. God's on the inside of me. God is my friend. He'll never leave me or forsake me. He loves me. He's always there to lead me and help me and guide me. If you just talk to him, if you, in faith, yes. speak to him in your heart like he's real, because he is real. This is part of the gift of salvation, that he dwells on the inside of you and me when you're saved. He will lift you up. Amen. And he will put you on a straight path. And he will help you. And so God wants to be our friend. Think about it. God wants to be our friend. That's an amazing gift. Amen. If you could have any friend in the world, you want God as your friend. <laughs> yes. And so our salvation, though, just keeps on giving. This is not the end of the story. We need someone else who's kind of tall, Maddie. I see her go up. <laughs> taller and taller. To help us to go to the next gift. Now, what's this? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Reach on both sides of that. It's a tiny box. All right. So what, what does this say? say, Maddie? Can you read that? Righteousness. Yes. Thank you. You can take some of that. 
glitter with you. <laughs> Throw it around in your dad's car. That'll be perfect. <laughs> righteousness. So with salvation, we are given the gift of righteousness. Now, now righteousness, that's a big word, it's, it is a big word. Righteousness. A yeah. So what does righteousness mean? It means that God looks at us when we have opened our heart to Jesus and accepted him as our Lord and Savior, we receive eternal life. The Holy Spirit comes and lives in us. And we, God takes a look at us, and because we received Jesus as our Lord, he sees us as right with him. Just like Jesus is right with God, yeah. You are right with God because of Jesus. <laughs> I think somebody better keep track of all these. <laughs> Who's going to get it right? <laughs> we all are. <laughs> it means even when we stumble, when we sin, when we confess our sin, God, it says, is faithful and just to forgive us all of our unrighteousness and cleanse us from our sins. That means that when God looks at you, He looks as though He's looking at Jesus. Jesus was perfect. Jesus never sinned. But because we accepted Jesus... <laughs> as our Lord and Savior. Oh, I get it. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Duh. Okay. I want everybody to win. <laughs> no. Because we've now. accepted Jesus, that right standing that Jesus has <laughs> oh with God the Father <laughs> is given to us. Your works, my works, all our goodness will never amount to anything in God's eyes. And he knew that. That's why in the gift of salvation, he's given us eternal life, the Holy Spirit, and righteousness, that same righteousness that Jesus has. <laughs> <laughs> now look at this scripture. This is going to be awesome. One man's sin. That was Adam. Back in the garden. By one man's sin. Death ruled all people because of that one man. But now how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man? Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, sin caused us to be separated from God. What Adam did caused all of mankind to be separated from God. But God, who is rich in mercy, loved us so much that he wanted to make a way so that you and I could be adopted back into his family. And that we would be able to stand before him holy and blameless. And that's all because of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
When you have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he takes away all of your sin. All of it. Because he loves you so much. And when he takes away all of your sin, he gives you all his righteousness. What a gift. What a gift. What an amazing gift. You could never... You could never get that on your own. Mm. It's a gift. You have to receive it. And I, one thing about that scripture we just read, it says that the gift of righteousness, by his grace and righteousness, you will reign in life yes. through the one man, Jesus Christ. And so, again, on some of those on darker days, we just, and the devil, you know, the whispers, the enemy whispers into our mind, you're not worthy. You're going nowhere. You're nothing. All those negatives We've been given, remind yourself, I've been given the gift of righteousness. Yes. I have right standing with God. And it also says that I will reign in life, meaning I can overcome that. I will reign over. I can be an overcomer in this life because of the gift of righteousness that I've been given. I'm not a failure in Christ. That's in right. In Christ, you are a winner, if you will. In Christ, you are righteous. And so that's a, that's a, a wonderful gift that we need to remind ourselves that we have. And so there's still one more, one more gift in this box. And really, we could just have gone on and on with this yes. box because right. there are just so many. No, actually, there's two more. I got that wrong. We have two more, but we need one there more. Is two we need more. Two more kids. I see. Bella, is that Bella? Yeah. All right. And <laughs> the next on one has to be really tall unless we yeah. get a stool. All right. <laughs> Here, I'll hold okay. that here. And you just put your both hands around there to get it out of there. Good job. Okay. All right. Can you read that, what that says? Faith. Faith. Yes, that's right. Faith. Yes. Grab a few of those with you, too. <laughs> All right. Whoever vacuums this rug is going to really, like, <laughs> wring my neck later on. Just remember Jesus. <laughs> so with salvation comes the gift of faith uh -huh. all right a gift of faith ephesians 2 8 says this for it's by grace that you've been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves mm -hmm. it's a gift of god it's the gift of god so god's deposited a measure of faith on the inside of every person who comes to him and believes there's a measure of faith when we're saved. And when we exercise that faith, when we believe, it's just simply trusting in the, in the Lord. It says that we can overcome the world. This is the victory that overcomes the, the world. What? Even, even our faith. faith. Yeah. That is this an amazing is, gift. This is God's kind of faith. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. But it is a spiritual power that works within us as we trust God in his word. It will grow stronger and stronger the more we exercise it, the more we bring it out. Because Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. <laughs> God does say, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And listen, you have the measure of faith. God's deposited in you. Right now, you have it. You have it. It's just like you, you go to the gym and 
you're going through all these exercises. You look at one guy, I want muscles like him. You know, and he says, the guy says, well, you have muscles. And I said, well, I want muscles like him. Uh, but you have muscles. No, I want muscles like him. <laughs> it's, but you have muscles. You have to exercise your muscles to get your faith strong. And how many know that we have opportunity every day to exercise yeah. our faith? Jesus said, if you... Did you hear me? You didn't mark that one. <laughs> Jesus said that if you have faith as tiny as a mustard seed, that you could tell a mountain to move and it would move. It would move. Faith is what brings answers to your prayers. Faith brings us closer to God. It's faith that helps us receive the promises of God. It's Faith in our heart when we believe God. The Bible says we can believe for the impossible. All because of faith. And faith is a gift that comes with our salvation. We get eternal life. We have the third person of the Trinity. Holy Spirit in us. We have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> and we have the faith given to us that overcomes the world by God himself. All right, we have one more gift. And really, the unsearchable riches of Christ, this, this nesting box could just go on oh, into eternity yeah. when you think about all the things, the wonder of our salvation. Who wants to open up the last one? Somebody who's tall. Somebody else who hasn't done it yet? Here. I see a hand back there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I can't tell who it is. <laughs> Sean, right, okay, Sean. Sean, come on. All right. There you go. You have to get your fingers in there. Nice there you go. There we go. There you there go. You get Yours, it? And what is right. it? So what, you, what other things? Spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. Yes, we've all been given spiritual gifts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are supposed to serve other people in this life. Jesus Christ was the greatest servant of all. Mm -hmm. And so he didn't bring us into the world to just live for ourselves. He gave us spiritual gifts so that we could use them to serve and bless other people. That's so true. Every single person has been given these gifts by God himself. It's inside of you. It's already there. You don't have to try to find them. It's already there. It's part of your salvation. It's all, <laughs> you're getting ready. It's all, be, it's all because of what Jesus has done for us. <laughs> Look at this scripture. This is an amazing scripture. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10, it says this. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Now, here's the key. Use them well to serve one another. God has blessed you so that you can be a blessing to other people. Yes. And especially to the body of Christ. Especially. The Bible uses the analogy of the body of Christ, the church, as a physical body. 
Now, we all have different parts of our body, and they all work together in harmony to make things happen. You can't run without feet. Well, I guess you can these days. (laughs) They have all these kind of apparatuses. But, you know, has anybody seen their liver? Hmm. It must be working. (laughs) Because you would be pretty sick without it. It's the same idea. Does everybody know who comes and cleans the church? Yes. Yes, we do. (laughs) It's the liver working. It's the liver functioning to make the whole body enjoyable. Amen? Amen? So understand that Jesus has given you a gift, and Jesus wants you to employ it. That means use it. Develop it to enrich other people's lives. (laughs) You will be amazed. You're going to be amazed at the blessing that that really will unfold in your life if you just begin to think less of yourself and more about other people around you. How can I help somebody Mm -hmm. else? And especially if you're a child of God, it's really the way to awaken what God has put inside of you is just take the step to serve. Take a step in this church to serve somewhere, and Mm -hmm. you will be amazed at what will begin to unfold about your salvation. And so again, tonight, we've just explored, like, there's one, two, three, four, five things we talked about from the gift of salvation. Six. Six. Well, salvation itself, six, yeah. But really... Thank you, Jesus. Scripture talks about the unsearchable riches of Christ. And again, it's our hope that you will live that out, that you will, you will make a decision mm-hmm. to search out what your salvation means to you. It certainly is far more than just a ticket to heaven. Amen. Far more than that. God has a plan and a purpose for your life when you give your life to him. And, and really, it's one of the most exciting. It is the most exciting thing you could do to discover God's purpose in your life. And you so, know, salvation is free to us. It is a free gift to you and to me. But it cost God the Father dearly. It cost the life of His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross, spill His blood for the forgiveness of our sins. He was put into a grave. And three days later, He rose again from the grave. And He's offering us eternal life. He's offering us salvation but the salvation doesn't become ours until we receive the gift Pastor Mamie talked about it earlier I personally don't know a single person that will receive a gift and just admire the paper no you open the gift that's how you partake of the gift you open it up you say Pastor Steve how do I open this gift of salvation that Jesus came to give me well you start to exercise the gift of faith that you have in your heart already 
See, it's by grace you've been saved through faith. You believe what Jesus did on that cross in the grave and at his resurrection and ascension that he did it for you. You take him as your personal savior because the Bible declares that when he shed his blood, it was for you to receive forgiveness of all your sins. To all your sins are forgiven. But in order for us to appropriate the gift, we have to receive it. We have to believe it in our heart and confess it out of our mouth. It's a miracle of miracles. And it could happen with you right here tonight, this Christmas Eve, 2019. If you want to unwrap this gift of salvation, you want to open it up and be able to experience eternal life, the Holy Spirit coming in to live with you, the righteousness of God. You want to continue to operate in your faith and you want to explore your spiritual gifts. This is the gift of salvation. There's no other name under heaven which man can be saved other than Jesus Christ. If you're here today and you want to open this gift of salvation that's offered to you, I ask you to raise your hand up so high enough that I can see it. You know what we'll do after that? We're going to say a prayer. And during that prayer time, you're going to believe it and you're going to exercise your faith. And what's going to happen? You're going to be born again. Born of the Spirit of God. You'll be adopted into his family. Anyone? Very good. Very good. We want to close out the service. And we want to close out the service tonight because Jesus is the light of the world. Does everyone have a candle? Parents, I want you to be mindful of your children. I don't want them to be burned. Thank you, man. Now, what's going to happen? The ushers come forward, and we'll light theirs, and then they'll light yours. And then you turn to the person next to you, and then light their candle, and light their candle, and then we're going to sing. Jesus said this. Jesus said, I've come as a light into the world so that anyone who believes and trusts in me as Savior will not continue to live in darkness. And Jesus then turned around and told us, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. We'll stand and we'll sing. Sing Silent Night. Silent Night. Oh. 
Jesus, Lord, it thy name. 